From the studios of Tucson Business Radio X, recorded in the Stewart Title Corporate Offices on Broadway, you are now listening to The Mark Bishop Show. And now here's your host, Mark Bishop. You know, folks, epilepsy remains a mystery to many. Yet, more Americans are affected than ever before. In fact, at least 3.4 plus million live with epilepsy in the U.S. So, I thought it was uh, appropriate that we speak with a guru on this to try and get some answers. And this topic, I think you're going to enjoy. I'm speaking with Dr. James Wheelis. He's Professor and Chief of Pediatric Neurology at the University of Tennessee Health Science Center. Welcome, Doctor. Good talking to you about this important topic. Thanks for having me. You're most welcome. Well, I'd like you to educate us about epilepsy, including the crucial role of individual lifestyle in treatment and the advances in epilepsy management. And this is what's going to help people living with epilepsy achieve seizure freedom. You're a neurology expert that can offer steps to mitigate the deadly risks, reduce related health care costs, and, of course, the burden. That's correct, yes. Thanks, yeah. The epilepsy is, you know, a disease that you mentioned, huge numbers of folks in the United States living with this. It, that translates to about 1 in 26 people. So most of us either at recent Super Bowl parties or family gatherings over the holidays were probably around that many people. So almost all of us know someone who has been touched uh, by epilepsy. So it's important for all of us beyond just the patients to be kind of educated and I think the, the good news as we sit here today is that with modern treatment, the majority of patients with epilepsy can achieve our goal of seizure freedom. You know, um, this brings back memories for me. I was only a little fella at my boarding school, and I remember one of my dear friends right in front of me, the desk in front of me, he had a seizure. And I'll never forget that. And I tell you what, it's frightening. Uh, this misunderstanding causes stigma. I mean, it makes it harder to treat, I guess, while the number of adults and children that are challenged by epilepsy in the U.S. is increasing. So, uh, you know, wh- what do you attribute this to? Is, is there any, uh, you know, definite reason? So we know we see more folks. We Some of that could just be better recognition. We know there are many causes of epilepsy, so those vary from uh, brain trauma, so head injury, infection, there are some that are family or genetic. Uh, and for many folks, we may not have an identifiable cause. But the good news is, I think, for all of those folks with our modern treatment, we can typically achieve seizure freedom. Mm-hmm. Well, I gather that freedom from seizures is the ultimate goal in epilepsy treatment. Yet, missed doses are a common occurrence uh, that can get in the way of achieving it. And I gather for most people with this condition, it's a question of when not if they will miss a dose of their medication. Yes, we treat epilepsy. I mean, we know we're going to be treating it for years. uh, And then we know our patients are human. Uh, It's it's hard to take your medicine the same every day for, you know, years on end without being late or missing a dose. So one of the real advantages that helped our patients or advances in recent years is we have several medicines that are once-a-day medicines, so that allows it to just easier for them to stay on dose and not miss a dose. And then the other one that we have for several of our medications is that they have what we call long half-life. And the advantage of that is that even though we give the medicine once a day, the medicine lasts longer than once a day. So even if they're late with a dose or they miss a dose, they still have some in their system protecting them from having seizures. Mm. Well, by the way, folks, uh, on, on that particular topic, um, 
you can go to this special address, okay, online, so you can keep up with things here. It's rather a clever, so it doesn't lapse. But I'm going to give you this, and then we'll get on with the doctor. But www.epilapsey, epilapsy.com. Okay, and there's a reason for that. So in a nutshell, Dr. Wheelers, what is epilepsy and what causes it? Why is it important to minimize epileptic seizures? Yeah, so a seizure you can think of as an electrical storm in the brain. We all, our brain chooses electrical activity for just kind of normal uh, kind of activities that we do. But when there's this electrical storm, it short circuits all those normal activities and flows out into our body from the brain, and that's when we see the manifestations. And most people think about kind of the convulsive movements when it hits the areas that have to do with motor control. The consequences, if those are not controlled, can be uh, serious. So they can range from if I have one where I'm standing, I may fall and have physical injury. If it's a child, it could cause them to have developmental delays. If it's an adolescent or adult, if they continue to have seizures, it could cause uh, cognitive over time, uh, and the worst kind of case scenario is that they have that convulsive seizure in their sleep. It could even lead to death. By gee, pretty some you know fairly scary uh, situations can happen. I mean, I guess what are the challenges, doctor, in in treating epilepsy? So I think the challenge that we have as doctors is tailoring the medicine to the patient. This is not a one size fits all. So we really have to understand our patients, their lifestyle. Uh, other medicines they may be on, even supplements, and match our medicine uh, to that. And then beyond that, from once they start their epilepsy, we want to be able to start them on a dose of medicine that will relatively quickly get into their system and protect them from having seizures so there's not a long kind of time interval between diagnosis and when we're on adequate doses of medication. We, we want to achieve that goal of seizure freedom. Mm-hmm. Good goal, too. Let's explain again what is the impact. We touched on it before, but the impact of missing doses while on treatment um, for epilepsy is pretty dangerous, right? I mean, the impact is can be dangerous. Yes, no, it's, it's not to minimize it at all. But, and we know that um, we talked about patients that are going to be late, they're going to miss a dose. So that's why medicines that kind of cover it during that time are huge because, yeah, I mean, if I fall, I can, I can have serious injury, whether it's, you know, abrasion, stitches knock a tooth out, break a bone. Mm. Um, and, you know, so these are these are not minor things. And it's very different from kind of other diseases. If I, if I miss my migraine medicine, I may just have a headache, but you know, I won't hurt myself. <laughs> so yeah. so, the, so the, uh, the kind of consequence, if, if you want to think of it that way, of a missed dose with epilepsy is potentially much higher than with many other diseases, where we also don't want people to miss a dose, but they don't pay the same price that they do. Well, I'm speaking with Dr. James Wheelis. He's professor and chief of pediatric neurology at the University of Tennessee Health and Science Center. Doctor, what um, what are the lifestyle issues that can make adhering to medication challenging? Do you think? Yeah. So, from a physician standpoint, you know, we want to kind of tailor our medicine to the patient, but then there are things that patients can do to actually help. Uh, Make, you know, guarantee they maintain their seizure control or prevent them having a seizure. Um, and some of these are relatively straightforward. Uh, getting adequate sleep is critical for many of our patients to avoid a seizure. Mm. Uh, eating 
regular and healthy diet. Uh, if they have triggers, avoiding those. And then the one we talked about, which is really avoiding any lapse taking your medication, just really kind of figuring out a system where you can take that regularly and maintain that over a period of time. So diet and sleep, it's almost like for everybody, isn't it? But uh, no difference there. So, yeah. what, you know, what, what are some of the characteristics of epilepsy medications that, that uh, can help people to stay on track, do you think? Yeah, so the, the advances that have really led to more folks being able to achieve seizure freedom is the fact that we have newer medications that are allowed that once-a-day option. So they, they make it easier for people to take their medicines. In the past, we had medicines that were three, four times a day, a few that were twice a day, which really was complicated and very, very hard for people to keep up with their medicine. Uh, and then the fact that we have these medicines with what we call this long half-life. So mm. medicine, even though they take it once in a day, you know, persists in their system beyond the day so that even if they're late or missed the next day, it's still in their system protecting them and, and hopefully prevent them from having this relapse. Encouragement for the future for anybody that is listening that perhaps is suffering from this disease. Doctor, have you seen yes. total cures? Have you seen great turnarounds? Yes, we have. I mean, so, um, you know, for a patient with epilepsy, we think about kind of achieving that goal of seizure freedom. And if we get there, you know, they're on their medicine, they should be able to go about their life just you know, much as someone can who's on, you know, medicine treat high blood pressure. You know, can't tell they're on it unless they tell you and they go about their life. Uh, and that's really our goal for our patients with epilepsy is to achieve that seizure freedom uh, so that, uh, that, you know, epilepsy is not interfering with what they want to do with their life. Hmm. Where can my listeners go again? I mean, I touched on it before, but there's also a reason this was named this way. It's a bit of a throw-off. I thought it was epilepsy.com at first, but then I had to have another look at it. And, of course, it's epilepsy. How did that come about? Yeah, so this is a bit of a play, uh, play on words, but the website, uh, epilepsy.com, so it's E-P-I-L-A-P-S-E-Y.com. Really great information they can get if they have, uh, you know, friends or relatives of a loved one with seizures. It's well worth them looking at, too. But it came about just because we really want to avoid that kind of lapse in taking their medicine or lapse in their care that could lead to a seizure. We really want the vast majority of patients to be kind of treated with modern standards and achieving that goal of seizure freedom. Interesting. Well, Doc, I know you've got to go. You're a very busy man, but I, I do appreciate, and uh, thanks to uh, um, uh, Inc. Incorporated for uh, being able to have the doctor today. You're a professor and chief of pediatric neurology and uh, at the University of Tennessee Health Science Center in Memphis and also uh, a director of Neuroscience Institute. Doctor, it's been very interesting. You're doing great work. Keep it up, won't you? You're most welcome, sir. Have a wonderful day. So there we go. I hope you enjoyed that. It's Dr. James Wheelis, and let's hope we uh, brought forward, um, you know, some interesting uh, positive news for any of you out there that are going through this horrible thing. I feel for you terribly, but, you know, he gave some good advice, and go to the site, and uh, you're going to get some uh, extra good news there.